0: Today's episode of the BS Podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and favorite app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. Mike Tullin never has to buy tickets anymore. he nah, just get long comps. Long uh, go to SeatGeek.com slash BS to start using SeatGeek, and don't forget to download the free SeatGeek app and our promo code BS. SeatGeek sends you $20 upon your first purchase. Today's episode is also brought to you by our old friend Stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your computer whenever you need it. You don't like the post office. Post office? It's terrible. They still have them? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, sign up for stamps.com and use my promo code BS for a four-week trial plus $110 bonus offer, including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in BS. And we're also brought to you by ringer.com Sign up for our new free newsletter. We've done like five or six of them, Mike. Tone. It's probably in your spam folder. It's in there. Yeah. So
1: like, I'm I'm trying. Everybody in the office is reading it. They're like quoting things. And I'm where am I? I'm not in the
0: party. Yeah. Just go to your. It's probably in your spam. Yeah. Tate, let's go. Did you ever hire Tupac to be in a, in a movie you did in the 90s or anything?
1: Well, the show. You know the show. You've obviously <laughs> seen the show. Can you what? Back in the early 90s, we did that hip-hop doc in Philly. We shot it like on the campus of Drexel, and it was Biggie's heyday. You never saw that? Oh, you're getting a DVD at your house tonight. Is it
0: a, it's got to be on like Netflix or one I of those don't places know. now, it's right? On,
1: it's in my personal library. you love it. F- no, early
0: 90s? Yeah. Tupac,
1: Biggie? It's like Run DMC and what? Biggie and, and Puffy when he was still Puffy. And Warren G got booted off, booted off the stage. It was That's an my dude. East I love Warren G. He did? Yeah. It was a whole East Coast, West Coast thing. They didn't like him in Philly. Interesting. Oh, I'll so you're East you. Coast? Well, you know, Philly. Yeah. yeah. Snoop was there. You've lived here for
0: 30 years. I mean, I have. No, not that many. 25.
1: 25? Not quite half my life, Bill. Do the math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Mike Tolan, who, uh, longtime TV movie guy. Did uh, one of the first 30 for 30s. Mm. Um, number three it was, actually. Yeah. The was- USFL one, which we're going to talk about. Co-owner of my Clipper season tickets. The man who convinced me to keep the tickets in like 2008 <laughs> or 2000. 2000- I think it was the year Blake like blew out his knee. Or maybe the I year before, before that. Some- yeah, it was yeah. before that. Yeah, definitely before that. I was going to give him up. I was like, this is the worst investment I've ever made. It's been we have five years phenom. of terrible... Coming from Oklahoma. Yeah, and Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: now we're waiting for him to come back. What's the over-under number of home games in the playoffs? I have a
0: I have a big prediction. Wow. Do I have not heard this yet? No. I'm excited. What's today's date, Tate? March twenty-fourth? Yep. I don't think we see Blake Griffin in a mm, Clipper uniform yeah. this season. Yeah. And I don't think we ever see him wow. in a in a clippers uniform will we, ever again. Will we see him in a Celtics uniform? I don't know. I think they trade him this summer.
1: <laughs> you guys have the most guys. Like you may not have any great ones, but you could package three Okay, mediocre guys, which might be just what the Clippers are well, we have for. all the picks.
0: We'd have to do a three-teamer, because they're going to want to win right away if they trade Blake. But wow. So it's March 24th. There's like 10 games left in the season. He's got to serve a four-game suspension. Twelve. They keep saying how, what is it, the calf or the quad, the quad. or whatever it is?
1: The quad is not healing. Scary. He's got
0: some knee arthritis stuff. How can't he's they the just broken like broken shooting hand.
1: Can't they just like have him warm up and say he's healthy and, okay, let's start the clock on the suspension? Who's going to know, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean, it's like, like, oh, he's he's ready. Yeah.
0: Wouldn't the NBA check that?
1: How would they? Like if he's shooting and he's saying, I'm good to go, and he's sitting there? I don't know. I'm just trying to get him some It seems like the
0: kind of thing that you could get away with in the NFL, but not the (laughs) NBA. What
1: are you saying about the NFL? (laughs) I'm saying a lot. Let's just go right to Rod's, can we? Can (laughs) can we go to his, like, sorry, you're not getting getting your draft choices back? Are you bitter all over again? Of course.
0: How am I not bitter? I'm more bitter at at my owner.
1: Because he's a Trump supporter, he's a nice or... guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. <laughs> your quarterback <laughs> and your owner. How do you? How are you self-respecting Patriots fan?
0: Look, I've rooted for I've rooted for people who did worse things than that.
1: Than Trump? Oh, then rooted for Trump. Okay, I so just it's rooted only like... for
0: people who've committed crimes and and said terrible things and done terrible things. Like I If I if I have to look into the mirror about who I'm rooting for, then I shouldn't follow sports. Yeah,
1: I'm with you on that separation of. Church and State. Totally. My favorite thing is Iverson, right? Like, my kid is wearing an Iverson jersey, and my mom says, how could you let your son parade around in that outfit of a thug? I'm like, Mom, he's the smallest guy on the court, and he plays yeah. the hardest, and he gets up, and it's like, who better to teach your kids how to appreciate NBA, right?
0: So You, you love – I mean, you one of the reasons you love me is because I am an Iverson defender. I know. I yeah. love Iverson. Well, you see right through the uniform. By the way, well, do you saw- notice I'm wearing – Green today for you. Thank you.
1: I I, I, I thought I figured that. out. As was. I was driving, no, it was like subconscious, and I thought there were many years in my life where I wasn't allowed to wear green, where right because it was there was such intense Celtic hatred. Like the famous thing was after the seventy-two Olympics when the Russians stole the gold medal, and we had a poll of all my guys in Philly. It's like so if the Russians were playing the Celtics,
0: who well, would you root for? Yeah, the Russians. <laughs> Unanimous, and then it peaked in eighty, eighty one, eighty two. Now the Sixers-Celtics rivalry is pretty much dead, and in basketball in Philadelphia is dead. Unless
1: no, no, not dead. There's this Monty Python sketch, yeah, where they go, they're like in a race, and he goes, "Dead, but not necessarily out of it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're dead, but not. How about Moutier last night? Did you see the shot? You wish he was on your team. I just wish he didn't like make this ridiculous going sideways, knock the ball off my knee, 35-footer at the buzzer.
0: Yeah, but that, that's good. it's good for Philly to lose. No,
1: no, 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 because we've clinched the worst record by a mile. Oh,
0: so now you're looking for moral victories. Well, I'm
1: like tied with the worst record ever from the Roy Rubin 72-76ers, right? So we're 9-63. and 63. We have 10 games left to break it.
0: I, and, a, and there might not be a prize in this lottery. Yeah, what do you think about your nephew? I'm a little I'm worried. Worried about, him. about my nephew. Yeah. So let's recap. Goes to uh, LSU. Mysterious. Oof. Had a godfather as the assistant coach. Right. Gets I'm to- a defender. I'm just the case that's being okay. laid so out to him now. I don't like. Disqualified from wooden consideration. Well, so I think people in the league thinks this, think it's a little sketchy that he went to LSU. They think it's a little sketchy that his sister was working for Clutch Sports in some way well before he signed with them. Sketchy. Um, They think it's a little sketchy that he ended up at Clutch Sports. Right. They think it's a little sketchy that he, for the last month of the season, maybe wasn't going all out, almost seemed like he was in body self-preservation mode over, Mm -hmm. i got to carry these guys, we can't lose, we have to make the tournament. Yeah. Um, And then just dropped out of school like in mid-March. Yeah. I don't like any of this.
1: So I was talking to a general manager... Uh, you say this all the time. I don't get to do this that often. But yeah, yeah, that's so, great. That's right. I didn't and, know you knew
0: general managers. Yeah, well, I'm not
1: telling. I know a couple. But he said now that they're preparing for the draft, they go through and they look at all the missed, like, surefire guys that missed, and it's all character stuff, right? So do you look at your nephew versus Brandon Ingram and the whole KHK, Coach K and Premature? Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I think we might take Ingram. I think we actually... I, th- think he's, I think he's got a slight edge. Yeah. I think it's character or... Um, Injury concerns, like with Odin, that was a big thing when yeah. when people measured him and his legs weren't the same size, and they were like, "Oh, so we." My put-
1: dream is we get Ingram and Chris Dunn because we desperately need a point guard. With no offense to Ish Smith, my favorite current
0: sixer. Well, you you're gonna get Ingram or Simmons, but I think with yeah. Simmons, the competitiveness thing. I think that's what they look at more than anything now. I think there's just a track record now of like the guys that make it are the guys who are competitive in games, like yeah. uh, like my boy Buddy in Oklahoma. Or, and or, they got like the Kawhi Leonard story from a couple weeks ago by Lee Jenkins, yeah. where even when he went 13th and San Antonio's trying to trade, like, even at that point in his career, he's up at 6.30 in the morning shooting yeah. threes and trying to prove to people he can make threes. Like, right. I don't know if Ben Simmons is wired like that. No. It's
1: the Steph thing, right? Like, who, I mean, it's not going to happen, but, like, the notion that people are talking about the guy that wins the MVP could win the most improved player the right. same year. He just he wants to get better Have a yeah, little.
0: but I hope maybe this will be great for Ben Simmons I'm not canceling him out by any I'm not crossing him off I'm not putting an asterisk next to him I think if he goes second maybe that's the best thing that happens to yeah him. I think it was great for Durant to go second right except
1: it is kind of a dark it's a black hole there's like a long history of disastrous number twos as you know
0: true Durant's a good one though
1: yeah I don't know I'm just <sighs> afraid whoever we pick is the wrong guy look we got Embiid you could add poor Zangus.
0: And Bede is like are you just crossing him off? What happens? No, with no, Embiid? no. We
1: actually did a ride along with him for Vice Sports. Yeah. And uh he's out he's, keeps going back to Qatar for like special Kobe like. I don't secrets. understand that. You don't understand Qatar? I don't or, well, no, <laughs> I
0: don't understand like if
1: you're like I'm going to Qatar. I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> He's gone back the second time. Hey, I'm not asking questions. He has. Yeah, why, why shot. would you ask
0: questions about a guy who hasn't played for two years and flies okay, so to Qatar? We have,
1: so we have him not playing. We have <clears throat> Okafor not playing. We have Sarge in Turkey Okafer not had playing. A real injury. I know
0: torn meniscus is like that's that's not. Well, I'm not, not, a, not
1: suggesting they're tanking. They didn't have to. No,
0: tank. I'm just a little worried about him. He had a I'm worried about the bad season. He Turkey, punched somebody.
1: The up and down of Sarge. Oh, Sarge. Like, uh, there's so many guys out there that aren't noel didn't play last night either it's uh i'm just afraid he's going to take ben because he doesn't want to draft anybody under six ten like we're only we're going to play with all front court
0: guys it's uh what would you do if like the Celts had four and Philly had two and we traded up two spots and gave you like a whole boatload of more picks that you could possibly plus we blow. could still
1: get chris Dunn maybe in the four spot yeah um let's,
0: let's call that into the league right now okay we might be able uh, to get to three. I want to stay at three.
1: I just want the Lakers so so the Lakers now it, even in the papers, they're like celebrating their win or their loss to the Suns. It's great.
0: Well it's so embarrassing though. Like they're playing they're playing Ron Artest twenty five minutes a game. <laughs> shooting twenty nine percent. He's just he's been washed up for four yeah. years and they're just throwing him out there. Like they have young guys to play.
1: More minutes than Elton Brand. Like Eat he he's,
0: you know, he's a veteran. It's like what? He's terrible. And then so the, his name has World Peace on the back. I'm watching game two days ago. He gets kicked out. It's like I thought you were for World Peace. It's what a different kind of peace,
1: Bill. You have to defend. So, so the, the great thing, thing is they have a fifty, fifty-six percent chance of not losing the top their two. Pet. No, of staying in the top three, which is what it's the protection is for the Laker pick. So the Sixers have their own. Miami Sacramento. and Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Now, forget the Sacramento trade thing. I mean, that could be important. But you could
0: swap it. Right. I think you. The, if Sacramento won the lottery, that's actually good for you because they would right. jump the Lakers and knock them down yeah. one. But now so, the Lakers are three, and then all you need is one more team to jump them, and then you get that pick too.
1: But so if the Lakers don't get their pick, right, and everybody's complaining, does Kobe come back for another year?
0: <laughs> you could. You could end up with one, three, and four. It's conceivable. Oh no, no I'm no, sorry. No, we yeah. can't get Sacramento. One, and four, and us. seven. Yeah. No,
1: no, we don't get Sacramento. We only get to swap it if they're higher. So we don't oh, yeah, get ours right. and theirs. So you
0: could end up with one right. and four.
1: One and four, and then the two non-lottery guys. I mean, the OKC and Miami picks.
0: I, they got to stop with the protection and the swap. It's too confusing. I know. It's I feel really like I'm a relatively smart guy. I can't even remember like how it plays out. But, relatively. So that... wait a second. Two camps of Philly, right? One is that this is great. You're playing the odds. This is the advanced metrics way to build a team. You just If you're going to be bad, you might as well just be horrendous. I'm not matriculating that, in that camp.
1: It's too many years, Bill. Like I drank that Kool-Aid for two. We're way past that
0: now. I mean, you just had your 50th birthday party. You don't have four or five years to waste. I love that math, man. It's, well, you see, it's, it's I, I'm 46. So I think about it all the time. And then I remember, oh, wait, I won nine titles. I'm fine. It'd be good. Everybody uh, else is gravy. Let's see. I won uh, two. I got two. This century, I have nine titles. Oh, that's
1: sick. Oh, that's well. great. And you just love seeing Not giant. counting
0: the two Kings titles that the Kings won for my two kids to get mm. them into sports. You can't I really count have them. 11. You can't count them. <laughs> ah.
1: So I have one. So I have two Sixers, two Eight, Phillies.
0: 67 and 83? Yeah.
1: Wow. Is that both? That's
0: When uh, was Philly?
1: Philly. Philly? That yeah. Phillies. 80 and, and 08. Um, Eagles 0 for life. You can't count 60 because it was pre-Super Bowl. Flyers, you know,
0: Oh, that's interesting. Years. So you don't count 60. I, I didn't get to go. So if Cleveland didn't count 64, I mean, it gets There's, really dark.
1: It's all about being 0 for life, right? So anybody under 52 is 0 for life in Cleveland.
0: When did you realize Chip wasn't going to work out? Oh, my God.
1: I have to say I was ahead of the curve on that one. You were? He's just, you know, like it's sort of my thing about uh, – There's got to be a culture. I mean, he always talks about the culture is more important than the scheme. The culture was miserable. Yeah. He just, um, he's one of those guys, he can't look you in the eye. He, like, walks to the other side of the hallway. I I have one good friend on the team um, who really was supportive up until the point where it was over, and then he started telling me the truth about, like, Sport the whole sports science thing was a sham. It was proven all wrong. Yeah, all the guys he hired as like his chief of staff were like you know antagonizing everybody. So uh, and
0: repeatedly it, getting rid of black players to, well, and keeping white players was getting weird.
1: My thing is it's, it wasn't all black players though. I was like it was, I know, but I like to
0: I like I, to just talk in general. Yeah, so I go
1: he's not racist, he's fascist. It's a it's a broader categorization of a guy who just doesn't like understand i mean he's all about team concept but it's not really i mean deshaun and LaSean, they weren't bad team players they were just guys who came from different part of the world thought yeah. differently care- he didn't want to deal with it nah it's too hard for him so, so now you howie roseman that. is just like you know shredding any trace of the chip kelly era that was weird yeah he's done some good things though i like the backup i like chase daniel he got a good guard, Brooks. He got a good cornerback uh, from the Rams. The good news Still is your some... division's a mess. Yeah, we keep— I mean, we who keep, knows? Nine and seven could take
0: just it. Just picked
1: up uh, Randall from the Giants. We're getting a lot of mediocre receivers.
0: So would you say uh, Philly sports fans always always upset, always unhappy, miserable? What, out of one to ten, where is this on a typical Philly sports year right now?
1: Oh, well, I mean, you have to go back to the early 70s to be this bad. When it gets really dark. Yeah. So it's it's still, even in Philly misery scale, it's like a nine. Oh, a nine. Know? Nine in terms of misery. Yeah. I mean, it depends which way you're going in version. Like 10 being the worst. Like Ten's you can't the get worst. out of bed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we got a nine. It's like an eight and a half. All right. So because at least you got, at least the football, well, the, you have a new coach and all that stuff. The great news is I'm million see, for Sam Bradford.
1: No problem. It's not my money. It's like David Price. Come on. Let's be real. David Price in the last half of that contract, you're going to be like, where is he now? Is he coaching? Is Oh, he- I love David Price. Oh, of course That'd you do. That'd be great.
0: We can use him on Nesson.
1: <laughs> He's a good guy. He can announce. Hey, we did a thing with him, actually. First plug. Um movie called Fastball.
0: Is there anything you haven't done? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot,
1: Bill. Come Fastball on, don't a John me. Hawk documentary. Yeah, Friday Night. Out. Yeah, Theater Near You. Yeah. Yeah, I did this David Price and Andrew McCutcheon thing with these great visual effects. And then I went to uh, Omaha, spent a day with Bob Gibson. You ha- you think he's like this crazy,
0: scary, intimidating dude, right? What was that New Yorker profile?
1: Of and Bob the, Gibson?
0: And the Bean brawls. And the Bean Balls and the New Yorker profile about just how competitive the dude was those are the two legacies of right. Bob Gibson other than the 112 ERA
1: but the whole thing of like squinting was just because he couldn't see right <laughs> he was just blind <laughs> McCarver had to put tape on his fingers so he could see the signs he, he toured me around the house and we hung that's out that's amazing
0: by the way that like how did he field ground balls and how did he not get hit by a line drive <laughs> he know. couldn't see
1: Richie Allen always said he was the guy like you know he just you, you couldn't dig in right he right. owned the inside part of the play which guys don't do anymore right he was great
0: yeah, Anyhow, yeah. yeah i do miss that miss those days of who does know. that now does anybody really well and also it. just how fast the at-bats were like sometimes i'm network i'll show stuff from the 70s and it's just boom boom guy stays in the box pitch gets a getting back there pitch gets a back pitch yeah. maybe we'll get that back wait so uh this is the
1: this is the best time quickly, of the year though wait. fastball Fastball Friday Night, Select Theaters.
0: Select Theaters. John oh, Hawk, who's done many of the, the memorable 30 for 30s and great. also did a couple of good 30 for 30 shorts for us.
1: Yeah. He's a great
0: guy. Great filmmaker. Okay.
1: Yeah. Excited, um, too.
0: Let's talk about of. The White Shadow. Whew. So we lost, we lost Ken Howard yesterday, who I, I had the pleasure of meeting in the 2012 Producers Guild Awards before the uh, awards. We saw him. Did you talk to him about I wouldn't go over him. My wife made me go over. I was like, I can't, I can't. I just was like too, too nervous to go over. And I never get nervous with celebrities. That one. I was like, I can't, I can't. What if he's not a good guy? Did you get a
1: a selfie or an autograph or anything? Oh yeah.
0: 20 minutes. John Dahl was with me and then I got a picture and, uh, I think about the nine minute mark, I started to frighten him a little bit because <laughs> we're talking white shadow and I'm just rattling off episodes and characters. And at some point he realized I knew more about the white shadow right. than he did. And he was it's on scary. the show.
1: I remember the moment when I realized you knew more about Varsity Blues than I did. It, it is yeah, scary. It's yeah. the same it's, kind of uh it's, it's time to pull back. Wait a second. This is this is sort of not healthy.
0: So uh, I was thinking was, though, Did he have
1: his hairpiece or not? I guess he didn't like that. I don't know. I can tell
0: He's so tall. You're yeah, just kind of really looking tall. up at his chin. He's a good basketball player. I, you know, uh, somebody emailed me this, one of my um, friends, about how he was kind of like our coach for, for our generation of people kind of between 40 and 55. He was like the first basketball coach that belonged to all of us. Ken Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, as long
1: as I've known you, which is, what, 15 years? Yeah. You've been pitching the remake. But... Sometimes you just don't want to do it, right? It's, well, got, now it's
0: been so far. Yeah. you, you. I mean, you did Coach Carter, which was a little bit of the same kind yeah, of but guy the, saves the... It's the black shadow. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even think you need to remake it. If no, you, you, you just don't. go into a high school and you just... I mean, so Friday we, Night Lights is not incredibly different from that White Shadow area of the savior coach comes yeah. in and there's tries to so change people's There has been so many
1: movies about it. It was just the one that came along at the right time, like you said... And like, you know, a few of those guys, Thomas Carter, who directed Coach Carter.
0: Well, it, w- it was this weird vortex of that kind of after school, special, very special episode culture um, in a drama. Yeah. But then really good basketball footage. But then a cast of mostly black kids, yeah. which was just unheard of in the late 70s for a drama. They would do it for a couple comedies, but it was always like good time. Sanford and Son, the Jeffersons. Right.
1: Shorty Shorts was kind of cool. The Really short shorts. Oh, yeah, and um, you may not know Wolf Perry. You know that name? He was no. a Stanford player
0: who was on the team. Oh, yeah, he was season three. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he, um, he was good. I don't really recognize that season. Good shooter. I wish that I wish that it had ended when Jackson got shot. That should have been the final episode. I just would have ended the series. It would have been like a walk-off grand slam. Yeah,
1: but it's like saying you wish Michael Jordan didn't play in for the Wizards, right? You know, some
0: great episodes though. Tackled, uh. Oh, I saw Peter Horton when I was at HBO, and I saw Peter Horton. He was kind of looking at me, because after I went on that NBA show, anyone who likes basketball, they're kind of like, is that the white guy from Countdown? <laughs> like That's the look I get every once in a while. So yeah. I went over to him, and I was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. And, uh, and he was like, oh, yeah, I thought that was you. We were talking. I was like, I've been with you since the White Shadow, man. Wow, it was like, like the first gay character on a show <laughs> like that, and he was like blown away. It's like, oh, my God, you remember that? And it was yeah. But it, it was, they had this guy, he might be gay, he might not. There was some gay bashing. It was like yeah. episode six, but that's, they tackled shit like that every week. Yeah. It was Who, great. It was a great show.
1: Did you talk to Peter
0: Horton about 30 something or no? No. Were, were you a fan? Uh, it was one of my mom's like five favorite shows. Mm. Philly that's too. another one that could probably come back. I would watch that. Yeah. yeah, good cast. You could do that one again. Yeah. So we lost uh, we lost Ken Howard, but, and we lost Tony Burton, Apollo before, Creed's trainer in Rocky.
1: Yeah, but wait, before Is we do- This a bad
0: start to 2016. Now I'm worried about Gabe Kaplan. No, Gabe's got a long way to go. But these, are, these are all my sports movie, sports TV icons.
1: Can I just um, talk about Ken Howard's other, not as memorable role? You Is this like going to upset me? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about Okay. It. No, I, maybe it's good for you to have a little therapy about Arliss, right? Oh,
0: so well, you know, you you've never rallied me on Arliss. It was just so, a Robert Wolf. The thing. tenth,
1: the tenth, the last episode of the first season. Yeah, we had this episode about a Mickey Mantle like character who's like down and out. He's an alcoholic. He's broke, and he comes up with the master scheme, which is to go on home shopping and sell a sperm because it's so you know athletically uh, gifted. And it's Ken Howard who better think of Ken Howard playing a down and out older Mickey Mantle. He was great. And we loved him and he just sat there and like put us on his knee and told us stories about the white shadow. Really good guy. It's a good episode. Watch it.
0: I'll send it to you. Like two months ago, you know, I troll eBay. I've been looking for for our new podcast studio that we're building. Right. So I always check out white shadow just to make sure I'm not going to miss anything. They had a Nike white shadow Ken Howard poster. Wow. And I was like, I, I did like a quadruple take. I'm like, what? I didn't even know it existed. And then I'm like, I'm ending up with this. I don't I don't care what the price is. So yeah. I put some crazy max bid and it ended up going for like thirty bucks because I'm the only person who cared that this was on there. <laughs> I think I was the only bidder. Uh, and it's this awesome Ken Howard poster. So I got that. It's in my it's in my sweet. office.
1: You know, I have two things that I bought on auction thanks to you that you were trolling. I eBay. always I always send you the Philly stuff. <clears throat> you know, it's my prized possession, a nineteen sixty seven, sixty eight and thirteen sixers championship ashtray
0: yeah it's so great i think i found that one for you yeah, right yeah, and yeah, then yeah. there's that
1: like uh canada dry with all the guys with all the phillies faces from uh it was like 80s phillies and yeah. it's like canada dry sticker and then philly black and white photo it just sits somehow i got away with it robbie never
0: kicked it out of the house well you have a collector's convention in atlantic city in july that's really? gonna have a lot of philly stuff and i'd be very disappointed in you as- are you going I can't because I think Ooh, I think I'm gonna have stuff.
1: Well, maybe I'll represent. We'll have like stuff a, happening. You know, I'll have like a little Skyping thing going with you, and I'll send you photos, and you'll I'll make bids for you. That'll did you fun. did
0: One Tree Hill? Did White Shadow influence One Tree Hill?
1: Nah, not really. The basketball Mark's stuff. The basketball really, footage was good. It was good. That's just because we you know hired the right guys. I mean, we hired the same guys that did Varsity Blues and all our sports movies, so we cared. My thing on One Tree Hill was, and any of the guys who worked on it, the directors and the writers. You're not allowed to go to a close-up of the basket and show the ball going in. The ball has to be it's great, continuous from it's leaving so man. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, so that was a little hard with uh, CMM. <laughs> with Chad, yeah, it was a little tough. We t- we did a lot of like Some creative you know, editing with 15, CMM. fifteen takes. Yeah, but James could play. The other guy, the that other was, my
0: favorite cut to the my favorite cut ever was Fish That Saved Pittsburgh, <laughs> the big white guy with the goggles, right. He shot the ball, and then they cut to the ball going through the rim, and he was under the basket trying to (laughs) rebound it. It's like, are you guys trying? He was fast, man. I I mean, there's been some basketball movies where they will just – Teen Wolf was another one where they'll just loop the footage. I think they showed the same Michael J. Fox layup like from 18 (laughs) different angles because he probably only made three of them. (laughs) Uh, Hey, uh, we launched our new golf podcast this week. Really? Yeah. Who's it's off? hosted by Jeff Shackelford okay. and my buddy Joe House, and it's called Shack House. Related it's presented to by Callaway.
1: Related to Lynn?
0: No. Uh, it's presented by Callaway, and it, today it is number one on iTunes. Sweet. Now, they rigged the rankings so that newer podcasts get yeah. elevated up, but still, we're very excited. Shack House is number one. Uh, you know why we created that podcast, other than that we wanted a house to have more money for food? No. Uh, because we're two weeks away from the Masters, the weather is warming up soon, and it's time to start thinking about golf.
1: Um, are you Are you sporting new Callaway sticks by any chance? Is that one of the reasons well, you started a new golf I was just going to tell podcast? you,
0: if you're not playing an iron with Callaway's industry-leading 360 face cup technology, you're playing with inferior technology. You're losing out on distance. Their irons have a face built to change the game. And you know who's using their Callaway XR driver, the new one? Already. No, who? Phil Mickelson, wow. to one to win the
1: Masters. A lefty stick. Yeah.
0: sleeper alert, to Fifth. one if you want to join
1: us. What's Jordy's speed? It's really weird he's, to figure out what he's, he's doing now. He's a funk right now. He'll yeah, be terrible. Fine. He's
0: trying to throw people off the scent. Uh, visit callaway.golf.com for more information on the new XR driver. You can buy it. You can brag about it. Uh, same thing for the irons, which are fantastic. And subscribe. To Shack House on iTunes or SoundCloud. That's the Shack House podcast presented by Callaway. All right. Uh, wait, wait, of the- wait, wait,
1: no. Am I getting new clubs for sitting here and listening to you do no. that? No. Nothing, not no. even a driver. Yeah,
0: so- I, we already promoted fastball. You got some of those. Wait no, a no, second. No,
1: wait, wait. We gotta stay on golf for one more second. I wouldn't yeah. have brought it up, but since you brought me there, lukey as you know, my 16 16- yeah. oh, 17 now year old son is number one golfer on the Westmark team. <clears throat> and yesterday he went out and um 175-yard par three. What would you use? What club would you use? 175 yards.
0: Uh, it's right between a four and a five for me.
1: It's a nine. Oh, wow. Lip the cup.
0: Wow. Two feet away for birdie. Wow, you might not have to pay for college. I
1: know. It's kind of cool, right? He's pretty psyched. We
0: got to get, get Lukey some Callaway clubs. All right. We haven't, we haven't talked about this since, since I came up with the idea, but I think I've been badgering you about email. Hmm. Varsity Blues 2, which we have talked about in the podcast, now has taken a new form because of the tragic death of Paul Walker. Yes. Which uh, every time Fast Seven is on, I still get upset. I watch DNA all over again. I'd never realized I love Paul Walker so much. <laughs> he was so great. What a loss. I feel really like Fast Eight, I, don't, I just don't understand how it's, it, I just don't feel the same.
1: Did you ever meet him? No. He is just like you Underrated. would expect and, and want him to be. Yeah. Sweet, knew how to use those. Beautiful blue eyes, charming as hell, but he could act. It was understated, but like, I mean, what's Varsity Blues without that, right? I mean, you got John Voigt, you got The Beak, you got Ally, you got Amy, but like, kind of Paul Walker's movie. And so, so you so, want to pitch the. Uh,
0: well, but the original pitch of was Varsity that, Blues 2? Yeah, was that Paul Walker was still there, Lance Harbor. Right. Never got to play to college because of his terrible knee injury, like a Marcus, Marcus Latimer type of knee injury. Who's Sean, the other guy? Sean yeah. Livingston. Willis McGee, Sean Livingston. <clears throat> Never really was able to come back. Maybe play a little Div 2 in Texas. Right. Ends up settling as the coach there. What was the school called? Uh, I forget. That's I've, embarrassing. You know more. West something high? Uh, yeah, whatever. Tate, what was it called? Tate's going to look it up. Uh, but now we don't have Paul Walker. That doesn't mean we can't have Varsity Blues 2. I think it starts... At the funeral,
1: West West Canada, West Canaan High School, Coyotes.
0: It starts at the funeral for Lance Harbor.
1: Right, of course it does.
0: Lance Harbor's passed away. Everyone comes back, including Mox. Right. Now Mox, after varsity blues, he's he went into the uh, into internet business. He started up, made a lot of money, um, married married uh, somebody who's good looking. Not, not Amy Smart.
1: Not Allie either.
0: Not either one of them, just somebody in the East Coast. Met somebody, married, had a very nice life. Something happened, he's divorced, the stock collapsed a little bit. He's at a little bit of a crossroads of his life. Right. He's back home. (laughs) School's in trouble, doesn't have a coach. Uh The beak. The beak is back. Nah, he's he's thinking about it. He needs to be talked into it. The principal of the school now is the black running back that he I can't remember Eli, the guy's name Eli Swinton yeah <clears throat> Stanford running back in real life yeah so that guy's the principal now and he's like hey man this they're cutting my funding we might lose the program he's like Mox is like what you lose the program well maybe I can stay around help out for a couple of weeks kicks off gets right. a practice some co- hothead quarterback Mox teaches him how now nah, all of a sudden he's in there you go varsity blues too wow yeah, we're off. It's John
1: Gaten's listening? He wrote "Varsity Blues." One, even though the poster doesn't say that. You John.
0: The funeral is going to be so sad. The beginning. I mean, I it's almost like the big chill. Great, great start to the big chill. Right. Mm-hmm. The funeral, the Rolling Stone songs, kind of sets the tone for so what to So, is it come. a series or a movie? Could I be think. It, well, I think you want the uh, the eight episode streaming money yeah, right now. So. You go to one of the places. You just you yeah. just tell them, and they they're just Ten. like, oh, oh, here's a check. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> if they can do Fuller House, they can do VB2. Yeah, I think. Totally. Yeah. VB2. I think we need Thirteen. Start putting out the VB2 poster. The Beak. It's great. It's not
1: really for HBO though. It's not going to work at your place. No, HBO no. wouldn't do it. Well, they're think. not really
0: streaming. What? You Interesting. Know, VB, I, VB. The Beak. I think part of this is he spent some time with some football coaches. He really wants to get this right. <laughs> right. It's a, couple Al- day- a couple days with up. Chip Kelly in San Francisco. <laughs> Ali shows
1: up. <laughs> Sort of just for morale. How, do you think for Allie Larder, having a nice career One in a of nice my favorites. Life, do you think having been the whipped cream bikini girl is a positive or
0: is it sort of a drag at this point? Uh, I don't think her career played out the way I wanted it to. And I feel the same way about Kelly Preston, <laughs> um, previous generation. I think every decade has the blonde that just should have yeah. gone on to huge things. And Allie Larder, I don't, the heroes was fun. She's in that show now about the, she's uh, in the pitch.
1: Female pitcher, yeah. Yeah, I never feel like it Lisa got the there for her.
0: But that's this thing. It's like. I think she's got a nice life. Um, actresses okay. need luck. No, I'm sure she has a nice life, no, but actresses need luck. They need that one. You know, like Sandra Bullock gets speed. Right. It's a great role. She was awesome in it, but that could have been probably seven actresses from that generation. It's just a great role in a great movie. Yeah. You know, she never had that one. Blindside, thing. 300 million. Oh yeah, well she may, but yeah, she was established at that point. Yeah, but she had speed, and while you were sleeping, then she's off. And right. She's, yeah. You've heard, you've heard my theory on her, right? No, let me hear it. She it's a Nolan Ryan type career at this point. <laughs> Steroids? <Still writes>. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we don't know <laughs> P- that about no, Nolan. We don't. Ryan.
1: We don't. But like, what's he doing at forty-five <laughs> yeah, throwing one hundred and ten? On Two hundred
0: and forty strikeouts at <laughs> age forty-six. I I totally bought it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, she had three runs. She had nineties. Then she had this whole other run from like 00 to 07 and rom-coms, all that stuff. And then the, the third blindside run. Amazing. Yeah. Three different areas. She's going to have a fourth is the question. Hey, talking about, we, I meant to ask you this when you talk about the Philly culture, how bad it was. You know Goober a little bit because he He's my partner. Yeah. Peter he, Goober we're talking about. Peter Guber is yeah. your partner for your, your company, but he also bought in on the Warriors, which is one of the great investments of all time. You think? The Warriors have done a really good job of building a behind-the-scenes front office consultants. They, they picked a great coach. They use advanced metrics. They're one of the model franchises now. When oh, you, like it. So you went to the game yesterday- What's it like to just go in that vortex? Does it just like this well-run, well-oiled machine? Yeah, I wouldn't, it I wouldn't like use the word
1: vortex because that sort of suggests something kind of negative and weird. And it's so well, what word? Uh, umbrella? I don't know. Uh, it's
0: going into that
1: whole yeah, world. it's for a um day. You're right about the the behind the scenes and the hierarchy. So you start with Rick Wells, who was a very successful executive, super well respected, um, and a good guy, and he sort of quit and said I'm going back to the Bay Area and living my life and taking a hiatus and like bam he gets the job and he's now the president of the number one sports team in the history of the world. We were laughing about it last night actually and yeah. we were talking about the, the hyperbolic sports writers of you know anointing this team and like you know is it a good thing or is it just in the way to be going for this record? It's sort of like the, the NCAA teams who are like 29-0 and 0 going to the tournament and the coach wants them to lose or having a Patriots team is it better to, to, to be 15-1 and 1 then 16-0 because you're playing not to lose as opposed to figuring it out and getting better. That's the whole Draymond thing. Like when they first lost to Milwaukee in December and after the game, you're expecting him to say, well, it was great while it lasted. and He's like, so great. Like now we can stop worrying about this streak and playing not to lose. But there's so many things we can do to get better and we have to figure out what our roles are and how to integrate the. So um, it Sounds starts like with, you've it,
0: become a Warriors fan. And I'm just reading between the
1: lines. Uh, look, Sounds man, like you know over, you know, you know, I'm like you, like Bill. I root for the laundry. You know where, yeah, yeah, yeah. where my heart is. Yeah, um, I love Peter, and it's fun going to Oracle. It's it's. Wait a it's second. Electric. What you
0: just said, though. So I think about that a lot with the Pats because it could go two ways, right? Like the streak clearly wore them down. Mm-hmm. They were playing a, from like the tenth game on. They were playing a playoff game every week from that point on. On the flip side. Um, it wasn't as good of a team by the time we got to the end of the season because we lost Sammy Morris, and they didn't have good running backs anyway. And right. it's, you look at the running backs. It was like Lawrence Maroney and Kevin Falk, and it just we couldn't run the ball. Yeah. And the team became a little more one-dimensional, and I think that was a big part of it. And also, you know, the Giants, they just whooped our offensive yeah. line's ass. You know, we had holes. So I'm trying to think, like, with this Golden State thing, even if they wear down a little bit, they don't have that like if Iggy's gone for the year. That's tough. To me, that would be like the Sammy Morris thing, but he's not. He's coming back. Like they'll have their full team.
1: Well, so you and I, when we went to the oh, it was the Clips Cavs game, we were talking about how the Warriors seem like, eh, they've 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 had some near misses. Well, so here they are, they won nine out of the last ten, and the tenth was like a near miss in San Antonio that hasn't lost there all season. And now they're sitting Yeah, they in, didn't
0: play well and they almost won.
1: Right. So now they're sitting at 64 and 7. They have eight of the last 11 at home. I
0: would totally go for it.
1: They could go nine and two. They could lose both to San Antonio and win the other nine and still get it. I guess if you're saying, look, we won the championship, if we have the best record and win a second in a row, we're the best team ever.
0: I think you have to go for it. And I never begrudge the Pats for going for it because yeah. if they had pulled it off, then you're in the conversation. Anytime right. anyone mentions a great team, you're mentioned. Right. And so, that's what, like, the. For the NBA, just NBA only. You're talking 86 Celtics. You're talking 96 Bulls. You're talking the 72 Lakers, 33 game win streak, and right. 67 Lakers, 68 and
1: 13. I'm not hearing the 67 Sixers. That's I mean, 67 not, Sixers. That's what I meant.
0: Yeah. The 68 and 13. Yeah. And those uh, are the first four things people are going to yeah, bring yeah. up, and now they get to be in that conversation. So back,
1: they... so back to that um, management. So Rick is. Uh, you know, uh, un, un- unmatched. Bob Myers is really unsung general manager, really smart. I think he's smart, dude. Really puts it together. I'm going like, to have uh, him
0: on the pod at some point. I don't, don't know why
1: it hasn't happened. He's great. Everybody likes him. He's smart, he's sensitive. He, he kind of says
0: stuff, too. He's he not does. afraid to actually have an opinion on right. it in an interview.
1: Um, no other marketing guys. Chip, Kenny, Brian, they're just great guys. They have this arena. You know about it. In three years, they're going to be playing in San Francisco. They're going to have it's going to be a smaller capacity, but it's going to have like amazing. It's going to be state of the art, and they'll have two hundred dates a year there, and all, and they'll control it. It's just more revenue. They've already sold naming rights for four hundred million, so they've paid for half of it already. It's and 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 Peter's partner Joe Lakeham. The two of them play off each other really well. Peter, Peter Joe Lacob, former uh,
0: Celtics minority owner. Wow. Joe Lacob also. One of the few, if not maybe the only owner that I know of in the NBA who brought in his son right. in like a prominent role and and he's actually competent. Yeah. Usually when that happens, it's a red flag. It's like, so my son's going to be the director of player development. And it's like the, the kid took eight years to graduate college. Right.
1: How's that and, working out in uh, L.A.? Uh, La not great.
0: <laughs> Jimmy bust seven years for Long Beach State. Oh man! But yeah, Kirk Lakeup's actually competent. No, Kirk's and get, and in And then like that whole advanced metric thing. And even and the D
1: League is like the sort yeah. of model D League team. They'd yeah, done, they've done
0: an awesome job. It's all I, going on there. It's that's cool. what's really fascinating about the NBA right now is all these teams that just know what they're doing. Right. So then when you have a team like Philly where it's just a mess, mm. it really stands out. Like the Celtics are a well-oiled machine now. You know they have. Danny, they have Mike Zarin, who would be a GM on most teams, and he's like the assistant. And they great have Stevens, who's a great yeah. coach. Yeah. They have owners who are smart enough to stay out of the way. Yeah. And they just kind of know what they're doing. And everyone is trying to follow that model or the Golden State model. Yeah. And then you see somebody like Sacramento, and you're like, wow. This isn't hard, guys. Just follow what the smart teams are doing.
1: Yeah, but that follow the model thing is a little bit of a slippery slope, too. It's like, so Kansas City wins the World Series, and now the Yankees have this ridiculous Miller-Batances-Chapman thing, and you guys tried to do the same thing. You went out and got Kimbrell. But that's a talent
0: model, though. I'm talking organizational.
1: Okay, but there's that, too. It's now, there's a little bit of what's being called tanking, although I don't think it's really tanking. It's like, look what the Braves did. Right. You know, it's it's stockpiling. And even the Dodgers with their $240 million payroll,
0: like why mm. do they let
1: Grinky go? And why are they like not trading for somebody when they have no pitchers? And why are they?
0: maybe that payroll is too high. Too high maybe for them. Maybe the rich who? guys were like, all right, guys. Can we try to do this with like yeah. $210 million?
1: How's Clayton Kershaw feeling about that? I don't know. Is, 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 can you name his number two and number
0: three pitchers? Can I name the great playoff game I've watched him pitch?
1: <laughs> it'll happen <laughs> it took barry a while it'll happen it's oh, gonna happen for a late. laugh
0: from joe Fuentes. that hit without did that hit close to home <laughs>
1: see a dodger fan <laughs> uh they they do have the like you know anointed guy at shortstop though right everybody's going to be watching their shortstop sort of unanimous rookie of the year pick right yeah be fun to watch puigo this is
0: the year puig ends up getting deported <laughs> It's, this is just—it's just headed that way. It's always been headed that he's way. He's behaving, Bill. He's behaving. No, he's in a new He's going to be on a one-way okay. plane.
1: I think Dave Roberts might be the guy to get through to Puig. Come on, give him a shot. I, I love got him. Puig. He's a keeper in my fantasy I'm all league. In on Puig. Okay. i
0: I was totally in on the Bryce and Harper.
1: Tra- and how about Trace Thompson? Aren't you psyched about that? Michael's other kid's going to play in the big leagues. Trace Thompson. Clay's... Oh, the Clay
0: Thompson's brother. Yeah,
1: he's going to make the he's, team now. He's making the team. Yeah, yeah. Because Ethier's
0: hurt. He might start. He's going to. He may platoon. You're one of the only people in my life that still gets like genuinely excited for opening day. Okay, so here's the thing my dad, um, a couple people in the ringer office. Yeah. A couple people in my League of Dorks league, and that's about it.
1: It's great. What's better than opening day? There's no opening day in any other sport but baseball, right?
0: No, though they did kind of t- a tiny bit ruin it.
1: Well, it's not. Yet. I don't like the Sunday, Sunday I hate the and, Sunday uh, night so much. Day.
0: It should start on Monday. Lukey Shit. and
1: I, when they opened Citizens Bank Park, yeah. your friend of mine, Casey, yeah. said, hey, you guys want to ride to Philly? <laughs> so Lukey and I are on the Gulf Stream to, to the opener of <laughs> Citizens Bank Park. Lukey's like, this is cool, Dad. I like this. Yeah. No, no What's security. this world? <laughs> I remember we brought a tennis ball when we were having a catch on the plane. We were annoying all the, like, naming rights, Citizens Bank guys. But I'll never forget it. It's like that was his first. And, you know, you sort of do that imprinting when your kid is at the right age. Um, we will not be in Philly for opening day. But we will be in spring training next week in Clearwater as the Phillies are zero games out of first place in case you did mm. not know. And, by the way, having... Give me a minute here. We're fourteen and seven in spring. How much does that mean? Come on,
0: are you serious? <laughs> okay,
1: but wait, wait, wait. We're it's not leaving the Phillies yet.
0: That's terrible. Let's do a little I over can't under. Even have this Let's do it, uh, an
1: over under number. Have well, you? Have let me you, like, look it up. Have you done? You Make... don't have to. I can tell you. No, no. no, no. I'm, I'm gonna. Have you done your baseball over unders yet? No, I, I do have a team I like. It's very varied. The numbers are like like the first numbers. The Cubs were at ninety four, and then last week they were down to 90 or just maybe it's a different book
0: i did notice that the cubs had better world series odds than teams that will actually potentially win the world series yeah, cause which it's is the hilarious cubs,
1: you know it's the cub nation thing and they are catering to people drinking that well that used cub to be, kool-aid
0: yeah that used to be the uh what do i look at futures uh oh here we go um F- that used to be the Reds that's how the Vegas would get the Red Sox fans. They would go to Vegas. They'd put the odds intentionally low because when people went to Vegas they would be like, hey, I'm gonna buy uh I'm gonna buy my grandma the Red Sox ticket. <laughs> right. And it's been fifty bucks. So they would put the instead of being like twenty five to one, they'd be ten to one because they knew all, all the right, right. all the Red Sox sucker fans. And then one year we actually did it.
1: How about the guy who bet five quid on Leicester City? How great is that? That's amazing.
0: So you're you're over under
1: I can tell you what is I Is that bet. real? What does it say? I can tell you what I actually got. 65 bet. and a half? Yeah.
0: That's your over-under? So here's- So a, Vegas is saying you might lose 100 games? Like well, it's
1: in play? 65 and 97. Last year we were 63 and huh?
0: 99. What's so, your payroll?
1: Uh, it's Ryan Howard and nobody else. He's the only guy getting- Well, Chooch is getting- There's two guys left from the 08 team. Chooch and Ryan. And the other guys are all- And Hellickson and Morton. I can't
0: believe it didn't work out to uh, overpay- a. Slugger who can't move and who can only play a corner <laughs> position and is so harsh, like, heading into his thirties. <laughs> all right, so here's a question for you. <laughs> Which I, my my team did twice: <laughs> with Ramirez and Sandoval. Unbelievable. Now, yeah. one's a first
1: baseman, <clears throat> Gold Glove first baseman, Hanley Ramirez. He did so well in left field. Yeah. Why not?
0: Somebody asked me yesterday what we're going to do. I was like, it's not going to matter. Hanley will get hurt in three weeks, and it'll all <laughs> right. all the people will be in the right place after that. So then, that. Chris Young, fine. is
1: he like where does he go? I don't know. That's great. It's so so good. okay? Yeah. So I said to a guy, a baseball guy. Uh, I said I'm betting the over, um, which means they got to go 66 and 96. Here's the question: If I said 66 and 96, they got to play blank games under. What would you say? How many games under is that?
0: It's 31.
1: What's well, it's 30? Th- 30. 30 games under. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I said that, and he said, "No, it's 15 games under." I'm like, "What?" Well, it's 66 is 15 under 81. Oh, that's true. If you win 15
0: more than 66, then you're actually. But you don't really 81. say that, right? No. I've, uh, I've been polling this all week. So you're going with 30 under. Oh, no yeah, question. Okay. Yeah, that's so, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? Thank you. Hot dog's not a sandwich, it's a hot dog. Right. But do you use ketchup or mustard? Here's my over under that's going to win, and it wins every year Tampa over. Wow, what's the number? Tampa over is 82. I just do a blind. I don't even know who's on the team. Tampa's always over. <laughs> That's great. I, the Red Sox are 87. I like that one, too.
1: I saw 85. Don't bet 87. I can give you 85. Oh, uh, yeah. I think is a good bet. You guys are—and you know who's the key is uh, Porcello, right? Because you figure—
0: He wasn't bad down the Buck stretch. Holtz
1: is okay. You need at yeah. least three guys, right? And you have a good bullpen.
0: Have you ever thought about building a website that could put uh, your baseball over under picks on there? maybe some of your things you've collected over the years and some photos of you on the set with Arliss, because I have an idea. Um, I know I building think... a website can be daunting.
1: Uh, How, th- what do you guys think about that segue, 1 to 10? 2 and a half. Oh, That was
0: a nine and a half. <laughs> Creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair, whether it's a business site, portfolio, restaurant, or even just uh, a guy who's met a lot of great people over his life and wants to put photos on a website so people can look at them. In this day and age, you probably need your own website. That's why our buddies at Squarespace build gorgeous websites for normal people who don't know how to build websites. Like my friend Lewis K., huh. who launched Covert Creative How do you think he'd feel about being called normal?
1: I mean, normal? Lewis?
0: Yeah. Well, he's definitely not normal. Uh, crazy Kings fan.
1: Mm.
0: Like, I really feel like if Ryan Perry was crossing the street and Lewis, Lewis would look left, look right. If nobody was looking, he'd run him over. He really would. He'd run him over. Uh, you know who else uses Squarespace? The star of the Smash Hit Golf Podcast, Shack House, Joe House. He nice. uses Squarespace. Does House he have to PC. pay Shack
1: royalties for that title, Shack House?
0: Shack House? Yeah. What, who owns Shack House? Nobody. We well, own it's Shaq like, House. It's now. like Spike.
1: Remember Spike sued when when Spike TV came out and he sued because they took his name. I forgot about that.
0: Who won that suit? He lost. Okay. Uh, Squarespace makes it easy, regardless of skill level, no coding needed, easy to use tools, state of the art technology, 24 seven online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. You even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So why wait? Start your trial. No credit card. Go to squarespace.com. Use the offer code BS for 10% off your first purchase. I'm going right now on my Black We had bird. to, Can we I had to renew. Black bear, you think? No. No problem. You're not. the only other person I know of the Black bear. That's why oh, we love each other. Oh, look, here's an email
1: other. about the white shadow. Can you name the white shadow starting five by position? This is my, this is your chance. I just got this email. Well, it depends. He would
0: he would yeah, go small center? and he would go big. <laughs> never mind. Coolidge, no, 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 never Coolidge mind. Center. Hayward and Thorpe were the always the guards Salami, and then sometimes he'd go with Reese. But there are other times he'd just bring in Abner Goldstein. Just start the game with him. Bring Reese off the bench. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, two things we have to talk about. One is. Uh, We've talked about this at games over and over again. We had Clippers and Trump left, and then we're done. Okay. Because so, the real reason you came on was Trump. Well, it is kind of my civic duty. We're saving it for the end. All right. So let's see so, Clips. So Clips, we've noticed at the games, and we haven't gone to as many games this year because it really makes me sad to go to the games because the team is just so really kind of, yeah, I don't really enjoy going this year. Mm. Just the team has a, a weird lot, but... energy to it, and uh, the people in the stands are just kind of on edge. And I don't know. If I go, I go to see the other team. I, I can be one back. It's just the way yeah. I feel. But we've noticed there's kind of a sky is falling thing now that's mm-hmm. entered these games that I don't remember. In the old days, it was like, we stink. Oh, it'll be. It was like they were little league parents. Now it's, it's this expectation of failure that well, surprises that me.
1: Partly this is colored by the fact that you missed the OKC comeback game, which was pretty
0: amazing. That they won, yeah. So you so think that uh, shed it?
1: No, I'm saying your impression is colored by having not been there for that. not
0: been there for one of those games. Yeah, That's fair. which was
1: extraordinary. I mean, yes, it was an aberration, but it did happen, and it wasn't that long ago. I just think there's a little bit of like, okay, we overachieved in Blake's absence, and Chris, for all you want to say about him, is like you know, 20 and 10 season playing. Why did you make it seem like I don't like Chris? What was that?
0: I don't know. For all you say about him, it, it's like what? That, I do really He's mean one you. of the best point guards ever. Yeah,
1: he's amazing. At, at his, in his thirty-year year, year thirty-year-old year. He's like uh, up restaurant. Would you totally. want to play with him? Depends who I was. It depends if I was a JJ Reddick. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, that's for a diplomatic answer. The kid yeah. that was uh, very okay. Diplomatic. So I think they like killed themselves and overachieved in Blake's absence, and now it's like, whew, we need him. We need him back, and we're waiting. And as you said, he may not be back. And it's just there's just not. It was clear in the Cavs game. It was. It's been clear a lot that when it comes to the good teams,
0: they don't have enough firepower. The league has moved away from the model of DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin out there in crunch time. At you know the what's same interesting? Time. though? I don't know. How you can play both of them.
1: Like DeAndre has. See, this is what I saw last night in an uh, Oracle. They're so like they're they're playing. They're trying to play beyond their means, but they're playing away from their comfort zone to make up for Blake's absence. So I saw DeAndre, who's basically hanging around the low post, looking for the lob, right, getting yeah. putbacks. He's driving the lane. He's he's making shots for himself last night out of necessity. Had a great night. He was. Is that why they lost? No, it's <laughs> not why he's lost. Why he is nineteen and twenty. Why they lost was Chris shot. Four for 16, and J.J. was cold, too. He and
0: usually goes at Steph. Last night, Steph definitely had the upper hand in that Steph
1: one. was, you know what? It wasn't a stellar Steph game. He had like four
0: threes, but it wasn't. I wonder, he was at such a high level, and he's got so much stuff going, coming at him, and so much pressure game to game, and just the burden of every time I'm on the road, people are coming to watch me warm up for three hours, and then his agent's like, hey, this guy called, this guy called, this yeah. guy called. Like At some point, that's got to wear you down a little bit. His life is just too different than it was Doesn't five it months ago. Doesn't it seem
1: like so far, it's early, but he seems impervious to it so far.
0: He he still saw, has... I thought he looked worn out in that San Antonio game in a way I didn't like, mm-hmm. but they did play the night before, and they did play six games in that night, so I just have my eye on it.
1: Everybody, you know, back to that inner circle, everybody loves him. Everybody Great is guy. respectful, and he's just like,
0: he is everything right now. It's kind of cool. I don't know about my wife traveling on all my road trips with me. I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with that. What do you mean? Like if my wife was here from? right now, just <laughs> nodding at us, it'd be weird. Eventually you, <laughs> you'd be like, nodding. why was your wife here? Is she, I'm just like, she's just here. Is Riley it's like there the too? Adam LaRoche thing. It's like my son's here. It's like, get, tell your son to stay home. It's a clubhouse. It's a work environment.
1: What side of you of that are you on?
0: I'm on that side.
1: <laughs> Harsh, man. I love my kids. I, kids I don't want to go listening. to work. Yeah. every day's a lot. Every day's a lot. Every day's a lot. I agree.
0: Here's my take. I have a hot take on this. Everyone at the ringer's already heard this. What's that much fun about hanging out, hanging around with a 14-year-old boy 24-7? Is there a moodier, less social person than a 14-year-old boy? (laughs) You've been through it. You had a 14-year-old boy? I did. Not a barrel of laughs. Let's get this kid his own locker so he could stare at his cell phone and grunt one-word answers to people. let's get him in I gotta have him around
1: oh man I hope the Simmons boy of the household is not listening I don't know man your son might take offense I had great times with my son when my
0: son would be like attacking players with baseball bats with fake and fake wrestling moves and like jumping <laughs> off lockers and <laughs> clotheslining people It's oh, funny I don't know it's just for 13 million bucks he could have bought that kid like the greatest bedroom he's ever had right what but do you think the settlement the is loaded it with porn he would have been happy he wouldn't have left What's the settlement? What does Jerry
1: give him to go away <laughs> quietly and not complain? Because he hasn't come out and said anything yet, LaRoche. La they give him half. They give him 50% of the 13.
0: No. Reinsdorf?
1: Yeah. Reinsdorf will be like, you'll get nothing. <laughs> and be happy. Here's my offer. Zero. <laughs> go away and smile.
0: That guy like wouldn't, wouldn't pay Michael Jordan.
1: Right. And so how different would it have been if, if instead of hitting 207, he hit 280 with... 30 dingers
0: i'd like to go back to how ridiculous it was that his kid had a locker next to him <laughs> and people are arguing about this i always agree that it's like, a great kid he's he's working ah, that was ludicrous i love my kids more than anything my whole life revolves around my kids i wouldn't want to bring my son to work every day i don't get it he's homeschooled
1: where's the mom and all this you gotta wonder right and know. are there other siblings that are home and like why aren't we going
0: I don't know. It's crazy. I can't believe we're talking about this. I I'm swore gonna... I would never talk about this on a podcast. I'd never talk about this. <laughs> we're so we, we're, we're pessimistic about the Clippers. Well,
1: look, they got Memphis, who so I know they lost to last week because Zeebo decided to just like take the game
0: into his own hands. But Which though, is always funny because we were there for that terrible Zebo season when it just like, ter- didn't even happen. How, it's
1: like, did that really? Was he really a Clipper?
0: But you know what, though? That's still my favorite Clipper season. Why? It was just so dysfunctional. It was great. <laughs> we had so much fun at those games.
1: Okay, so it's We good. could
0: hear the players talk because they weren't right. playing that much music because it was so sad. And Zebo and Mike Dunleavy and, uh, and Tim Thomas. It was a train wreck. <laughs> I think that was the inspiration for your Yahoo basketball show. Maybe so.
1: Yes. Sin City Saints.
0: That was basically Sin City Saints. It was
1: kind of. All right. So they have Gasal's out. Conley Willer won't be back.
0: Oh, I think they beat Memphis. Yeah, so Finally, be, yeah, that's gonna happen. All right. Even without be, Blake, that will be one of the Even all-time collapses.
1: They just come All on. All right, so then we got the Warriors. Yeah, um, it's fine. You didn't answer my question over under home playoff games. Oh,
0: Memphis goes five, so there's three, and I think they have two at home, and that's it. Mm. They, they either so get fun. swept or win in five. Five and a half. On the other hand, though, they might just like try to really. You know, I think Steph it'll be a good Curry series.
1: I think, I think they'll play him well. It's hard to say they'll beat him, but they'll be respectable.
0: Here's my thing about the NBA. Yeah. For – we love Adam. Yeah. On, I still on, like Adam. He hasn't I, – I haven't flipped on him yet. Don't. Just, well, I'm worried about this lockout. It's but not going to happen. They're split already, the like, money up.
1: No, no, no. They There's but already no, no, like, I,
0: I don't want to miss one game. This would be ludicrous. I, it, this it's is not the best happen. time for the league They're so 20, far ahead of it. They're already, four years.
1: Having, they're already having talks – it's gonna happen so you could argue Adams on his way to like best commissioner ever he's off to an amazing start great Great start okay so and like you can't even really think of like what are the issues if if the the hackashack thing is your biggest problem obviously things are great but my, my concern would be that if you are you're heading into the playoffs and sitting here you can honestly say there are three, maybe four teams that have a shot to win. Whereas in hockey, eight seeds win the Stanley Cups, and in football and baseball, wild cards win World Series and Super Bowls. So I don't know what you do about that. And now with the the new cap The league has
0: almost always been like that. There's always been three or four teams. No. I I think what's going to stink this year is I think round one in the West is going to be terrible unless Damian Lillard can get hot for a couple games. Right. You might have four sweeps- or three sweeps in a five game series i like houston i think will fold like a freaking couch and yeah. well play. if they
1: even get in that they may team's not even so get in. ready
0: to quit on each other in like the worst possible don't be, way don't be bitter because of your over bed on the rock oh i've already i've mourned that bad i went to the funeral it's 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 all good <laughs> that team is so ready they might to as well quit. just not
1: make the playoffs and let utah yeah, they'd be in. better off yeah
0: but Portland versus Oklahoma City, I think, is a matchup unless they can pass Memphis. But yeah, that one, you know, Oklahoma City that. will blow a game. That one could be good. Yeah,
1: and the, and the East is crazy because you have this these four teams who are basically tied for right. the three spots. There's some so East cool.
0: scenarios that are fun. Yeah like uh like Detroit Cleveland would be fun I think I think Boston Miami would be would be awesome It'd be amazing Boston
1: Atlanta would be cool
0: Charlotte Miami would be kind of weirdly fun
1: How crazy what how does Chicago fighting for a playoff spot lose at home to the Knicks What's going on there talking about dysfunction all
0: the, Where are the media cronies that just were crushing Thibodeau for years mm. and years. Right. And they finally get rid of him, and the team's way worse, and they have more talent than two, three, four of the actual playoff teams, and they've completely self-combusted. And they probably should have traded Jimmy Butler before the yeah. deadline, or Rose. Could Phil you can't hire... Do, you can't go with those two. Could Phil ever hire Tibbs? He's got to do something. No, he won't do that. I think it's going to be Luke Walton, either Lakers or Knicks. I don't know. Luke Walton, 31 years old. All right, Trump.
1: We're there. That's it. We're there. Wait, before we leave the Clippers, how about the Dance Squad?
0: Oh, you're doing the show.
1: Come on, man. I want you to watch Is this it series. on e yet? You might Yeah, it's on two, two, two episodes in. You might give it a.
0: It's two episodes in? Why didn't you? Why are you emailing me to, this stuff? I told you we were Who, at the game. Who's your audience for the Dance Squad show? Me. You are in. Tate.
1: I think you might give it a better review than you gave the Kareem doc. That was That's a little, not true. That was a little dig. That was a dig. Yeah, but sort of deserved. It was a little deserved. Yeah. Well, you actually apologized to me, so that's on the record. I'll take that.
0: My standards are so high for NBA documentaries. Yeah. But I, I listen. Okay. I mean, we've Dan, talked about it. That's we're, fine. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Dan, so watch it. Tell me what you think. It's fun. It's really fun. The girls, they're attractive. They're athletic. They're fun. We have this trip to show, China. What's the show?
0: The show you could have had <laughs> if the NBA didn't oversee the Can't footage. Talk about that. Was Can't like we? an A minus. A-plus? A-plus. A-plus? Nah, whatever. It depends. A? What... Yeah.
1: I think it's pretty close anyway. We're, we're above the curve. Is this I think a the PG is... or
0: a PG-13 version of that show?
1: Um, this is, well, it's TV. It's basic cable, so you can't really curse. So I guess it's PG. But let's um, get into it a little bit. There's a little controversy. The trip to China led to some interesting developments. It's coming up soon, episode four. Um, I think they're really... That I, seems I, very cryptic. Well, I'm going to be cryptic, because you need to watch well, it. it. Yeah, It's does, good. It's does fine. anyone get pregnant? Not yet. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, All right, we're Donald Trump. So so far back how to much go. Time,
0: what ta- how much time are we at? We're at 59 minutes. All no. right, we have 10 minutes to go right. through this. So
1: we should go back, because everybody's done the whole what an idiot he is and how ridiculous and how embarrassing, but nobody really knows the you, me, and Connor story, the origin story. Should we do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so I'll do my version, and you can like chime in if I'm making stuff I'm up. I'm just going to nod. Okay, so it's like, oh, wait, right? Birthing, 30 for 30. You guys sort of invite me on the team. You'll be like our Hollywood guy. You'll be yeah. like a consulting producer. Get some relationships. But you should do one, you say. And I say, great, I'd love to do one. And I, let me think about it. You go, no, 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 you should do the USFL. I'm like, I spent three years as the sort of like the Steve Sable of the USFL, I guess, which just means for... But
0: you were like 15 years old. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was, was like your first job.
1: It wasn't quite. Or it was my like first, like, like, as an entrepreneur. So yeah. I, You know, I started a company after MLB and said, I know how to do this, and somehow got the rights in my 20s to be the official production company of the USFL. So that meant in 84, when he bought the team from Walter Duncan, that, like, there's this guy on uh, in Trump Tower that's, like, making big news. And so we spent a lot of time... With each other. So you guys Doesn't
0: he? We don't even really know what he's about at that point. This is so. He's by a magazine. He's starting to build stuff, but he's not. Pretty short fingered Bulgarian? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he,
1: uh, he had built Trump Tower. Yeah. He had bought the Grand Hyatt on 42nd Street and made that the Trump Hyatt, whatever. Um, it's funny, though, we, since you mentioned that, I, we went back and talked to some real estate guys. My buddy, the rabbi, who was my partner, um, had a real estate mogul brother. And so he said, we know what he is now. He's not in the real estate business really at all, just slapping his name on things. But back then, wasn't he good at it? Wasn't he like one of the top real estate guys in the city? He said, no, never. It was all like yeah. he took his father's money and he bullied his way into getting like some abatements and some ordinances. And so he got the right kind of tax advantages. That Caught a couple to, of breaks. Yeah. And he built these big towers that were splashy. And that was the... That was the lead into buying the generals because he's like a, a
0: GM who just had two of the top three picks in the draft two years
1: in a row. And right. Took guys. He the inherits game. Herschel. Yeah. He immediately gets Brian Sype. You know, later he went and got Doug Flutie. Threw Brian Sype away after a year, but um, that was a good move.
0: <laughs> he spent, He had the highest paid quarterback in the league, and then just got another quarterback. <laughs> it's like Gary Barbero, like well, you're
1: you're offering me how much money? And Lawrence yeah. Taylor got like nine hundred thousand dollars to never play it down in the USFL Thanks. Is to that Donald. true? That is true. He spent that right away. Yeah, you think on what? Yeah. Oh, Never I'm mind. On, okay, so it's, so it's 08, and you guys say, no, no, do the USFL. And I said, no, man, I spent three years doing that. I was you know, running the production company. I've sort of done that. Let me think of something else. And you guys said, no, we really want these shows to be sort of first person and um, we, want, we want the filmmakers to be Distinct. involved. Distinct. yeah, Yes. So I said, I remember, like right on the spot. Well, the only interesting thing for me would be if I can call it Who Killed the USFL and go after Trump. You're like, done. Do it. So we announced it, and we're doing it, and as I recall, the first one was uh, Pete Berg doing Gretzky, and the second one was Barry Levinson doing The Crazy Band, and we were up third. We were actually going to be later, but I think Ron wasn't ready with Jordan, Rides the Bus. Right. We had to move it up. So you moved me up. So I'm off doing this thing. And, and- you like, think Maisel's was next. Oh wow! The, uh,
0: the homesale. The, uh, I think he Ali was thing, yeah. like right
1: after yeah, that. Yeah, it was October, and I remember yeah. getting a call from you guys in the summer. Like, okay, you're on deck. Anyway, so you said, yeah. I said, okay, I'm in, and I started writing and calling the office. And there was I forget her name, but there was the gatekeeper, and like, oh yeah, Mr. Trump, get back to you. I wrote him these letters, and I'm filming all this because this is going to be like you guys were very encouraging. You should be in it. You're integral to the story. You were there with him. This is shared history. So I'm filming all this and nothing like stonewalled. So it goes through about three or four months, and I'm calling you guys and saying, I may not get him. I mean, I may have to do like a Michael and more, <clears throat> Michael Moore, Roger and me, and like go out to a golf course with a camera and just like catch him on the on the turn of the ninth hole. Doesn't matter. Just keep doing the show, and we're getting everybody. And you know amazing guys right Steve Young it's Jim Kelly it's Herschel it's Calvin Bryant it's on and on it's
0: it's one of only two 30s I was in Yes. Because I tried to stay out of them. But that one, you're like, I need you. Well, you I got were, a Breakers jersey. You were authentic. I crammed into some D-backs jersey from the Breakers, <laughs> who was like 5'9". We had to shoot me from the nipples up because it was like a half shirt. Can Can Bill Simmons, eight years later, get into that Breakers jersey? Now I could, yeah. You could. You I'm look like good. 15 in, pounds lighter now. You're in shape. Yeah.
1: That's I a, still have it somewhere. It's a legacy for your boys. Dick that's Corey, a great one. Cl- 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 crying at Nickerson Field and the, oh, yeah. the Immaculate Reception. There's no greater sports highlights ever. <laughs> so we're about three, four months into this thing. And we've done 30 interviews and it's going great and there's no Trump. And finally, a guy named John Gonzalez, Gonzalez writes a story in the Sports Business Journal and he interviews me and I'm telling about all the cool ones and there's going to be this one on the USFL. It's called Who Killed the USFL? Oh, really? What's that about? And I sort of dropped the name. And he writes that, you know, uh, unofficially or off the record, it sounds like this film may be identifying Donald Trump as the cause of the demise. Magically, coincidentally, who knows how, the phone rings like the Mm. the next day. Mr. Trump will see you now. That's awesome. So the rabbi and I go to the tower with three cameras blazing. And he says to me, we're rolling from the time we set up the cameras till the time he leaves. Just like you never know what kind of insanity. And I'm sort of assuming, this guy's a pretty good spin doctor, right? I'm assuming there's going to be like, hey, Mike, he's going to have done some research. He's going to butter me up a little bit, make me... Because by this point, I'm like, you know, everybody knows what this guy really is. Yeah, And he really did lead the league to um, a, I would I would say, premature demise. It was... It was him and
0: Bassett getting cancer. Those are the two Yeah, well,
1: Bassett was the guy who could go head-to-head with him. And I found this amazing letter, Bill, recently, which I think somebody put online, where Bassett wrote him, Donald, a letter after one of the league meetings where he said, you're younger, stronger, and bigger than me, so I have no hesitation whatsoever punching you right in the nose the next time you try (laughs) to bully me or one of my colleagues. He was just... Anyway, so... Instead of him coming in, his, like, girl, his lead girl comes in. Now, I've done a lot of interviews. I don't know how many, thousands probably over my many years doing this. This is the first time this ever happened. She comes in, and she sees where the cameras are, and she says, "Um, you're going to need to move, not would you please or would you consider, you're going to need to move those cameras to the other side. Like, well, I don't really care, but why Mm, we just like it that way. It was a little bit of annoyance because we'd set up the lighting. Yeah. And then I realized, you know what it was? It was like the cameras were set up on the origin side of the hair instead of oh. the destination side. Oh. And the origin side is really gnarly. It's, it's gamey. Oh, it's just horrible. It's like, and on the other side, you just see the flop down and it looks like almost normal. So like we had to go through that whole exercise. Mm. He walks in and he's just like, you know, the chin's up in the air and like nothing. Like no... No handshake. Barely a handshake with no eye contact. It's the kind of thing where if like your kid did it, you'd smack him and say eye contact. Didn't do it. Like Adam (laughs) LaRoche's kid probably. That's how he acts now. (laughs) scarred for life. But like (laughs) we spent a lot... I'm not proud of this, but like we spent a lot of time together because he was looking for, you know, whatever exposure. We We had the weekly show. He was good copy. That's what like you... Print guys used to call it. Although you're not really a print guy, yeah, I was digital guy, yeah. Yeah. But he was he was fun and he was silly, and it was Ivana would be there, and she would call me her director, and it was it was heady. You'd go up to the to the box and watch the general games. They were good. They went, I have to say, they did go like six wins, right? No, fourteen wins the Hmm. first year, and then eleven the second. But
0: Trump wins, man.
1: No, now wait. though the thing I always say because I've I've done a lot of these interviews again, my civic duty um, to let the country know. Um, he he always won the early rounds and never won the big one. Never won a single playoff game, which is kind of
0: like what's going to happen in, in 2016. In Cleveland, yeah. yeah,
1: waiting for Cleveland. So there was no schmooze whatsoever. Nothing like no hey, good to see you. Have you been? Whatever. Sits down, starts yelling. Camera, this, that, the other. The, my next thing was I had to like get a aerial view of the hair. Mm. So I like pretended to be checking out the lighting. <laughs> And I did, like, a 360 around him and looked down on this thing, this orange mop. It's like looking down at a
0: Porto john (laughs) You don't want to look down. It's like, oh, no. Ah."
1: I can't see it. I I, I do have to say it is – I think it's real. It's just insane. It's just, like, how much time a day does he spend making it look that way? It just
0: goes around and around and around like a bowl of
1: linguine. Yeah, but I wouldn't eat that linguine. Right. I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's like bad sauce. Yeah. So we do the thing, and he's – He's great because he doesn't remember it, and he's completely at odds with everybody who loved this league and thought we had a shot. And
0: finally- He wants to move it to the fall to go head-to-head with the NFL, which is a suicide bomber mission.
1: Right. So his whole thing was he never wanted to be in the league. He came into a spring football league and said, if God wanted football to be played in the spring, he never would have invented baseball. Well, so why are you crashing our party? Like, why are you here? He's here because it's nobody wanted him in the NFL. Your owner might have, Bob Kraft.
0: Well, you have to remember, though, this is eight years earlier – The four ABA owners were able to get into the 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 NBA from the ABA. So that was probably his thinking. So let's build
1: up this league well enough to the point where they need to take a few of us to get us out of their hair. Yeah. And they were annoyed by the USFL. It was competitive. Yeah. But that wasn't working. So then he says, we're going to go to the fall where there are only three networks then. This is pre-FOX. So they're on all three networks. So they're claiming monopolistic practices, anti-Sherman Act, antitrust, And they sue for like a billion and a half dollars. Well- the, the fallacy, the way he engineered this lawsuit, first of all, he puts it in New York instead of like Memphis or Birmingham. He hires Harvey Meyerson as this like fancy heavy hitter Harvey, they called him. And he's like, yeah. somehow the NFL is the downtrodden underdog yeah, and everybody's sympathetic toward the NFL's case. So they, they you, you know how this ends up. They win, but the judge rules that there were no really appreciable damages. So he awards them. One dollar, which because it's antitrust, it's treble damages, so it's three dollars. That's the settlement. That's the end of the league. It's it's the it's the you know one dollar league. He's
0: basically like, yeah, there's antitrust, but you guys were so reckless and so stupid with everything you did that I can't yeah. give you money. for
1: And it. it was confusing, you know. As a USFL guy, the jurors didn't really know that, and some of the jurors came out later and said, whoa, whoa, whoa! If we'd have known that, you know, we would have done something different. You know, recommended. Anyway. It's over. So now I get to, I've got everything. Now I, you get
0: to grill him, Mike Wallace style.
1: So I get everything I want, and we're getting to the end, and I really have it all. And I'm like looking, making sure the cameras are going, and I pull out the check, which with interest, because it wasn't delivered till 90, is now $3.76. So you have the actual check. The actual How did check? you get the check? Well, Steve Earhart, who became like the custodian of the league, he was like deputy commissioner, and then he was the Memphis owner. Keeps it literally in a bank vault in Memphis. And we went, it's in the film. You barred it.
0: I barred it. Oh, yeah. that's right. I remember this part. So I have the check. I like don't remember in, anything In anymore. my folder.
1: Yeah. Dude, wait. To Obviously, dude, so I saw silent. the USFL
0: doc. I think so. I just don't, I don't remember that part.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's still on, by the way, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Anyway, so I hand him the check. Have you ever seen this, Donald? It's like he. So it was exactly what I wanted. It was one of been, the great moments uh, in
0: the history of the series. Uh,
1: so he gets up, like he, was, he, he got angry, really angry. Ah, I've had about enough of this. I'm out of here. You know, I made the league. I did the best I could. It wouldn't have, It would have ended earlier. Yeah, and I go, well, I don't know, Donald. I don't know if I really agree. I guess we'll like let's see what everybody else says, and I'll try to be. And he ah, pats me on the shoulders and says, "Small potatoes." It was small potatoes. So again, the rabbi's still rolling. So. Trump walks out, I turn to the camera, Small Potatoes, guys, that's all we were. That becomes the name of the film, Small it's Potatoes.
0: It's always good when the title's in, in the actually said yeah. in the film in an organic way. It's
1: not like I could have ever planned that, but there no. it was on a platter. So now we're packing up and laughing and high-fiving, and this is so perfect. I can't wait to call you guys and say this is going to be great. And the lady comes back in the office, obviously having told her boss, like, you blew that, man. That yeah. was not good. You came off you know, imperious, whatever else you might have said. Donna would like to see you in his office. So we're like down the hall from the inner sanctum. So the camera guys start trailing me. No, 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 no cameras. So I walk into the office. He's got this giant s- stack of checks he's signing. could barely, barely make the effort to look up from the checks to make eye contact for half a second. And she'd obviously prepped him the way I thought she would have earlier. He comes around the desk, shakes my hand, a little bit of eye contact – I'm so, Mike, it's, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for all your success. How's your family? Oh, my God. <laughs> Could not be any less authentic. He has n- no idea about my career, about my family, about anything.
0: He's like, Mark, it's great to see you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I go, everything's great, Don. I really appreciate you doing this. This is really going to be great. I hope you'll come to the premiere of the film. Yeah. He goes, well, that'll be up to you, won't it? Oh, With- which led to me writing him a letter. I said, I'll invite you and you know, we'll send you a limo and I hope you'll come and everybody'll be there. So I sent him a letter as promised, inviting him, which leads to my number one prize possession that'll go on that. What's that website for normal people? Squarespace.com. There you go. Yeah. So, so Good call back. <laughs> nice. so, the sponsors love to be called back. So he so I write him this letter and in Donald Trump hate mail fashion, this is how he does it. He sends the letter back. He doesn't write his own letter with this thick black magic marker and he scribbles on it dear mike a, an extremely dishonest film best wishes donald p.s you are a loser
0: <laughs> uh, and that was pre-twitter before uh, he realized well, he could just like, call everyone a loser on twitter that's exactly. so special oh I or it was so like great. at the start of twitter no it was that's way before incredible. all i got was like
1: it was page six and tmz is what we got from it that was about the extent uh. of social media So I'm calling. You you. have to.
0: You have to send me the uh, the photo of that. So when I do the Facebook post for this podcast, I can post that letter. Crazily, out of nowhere last (laughs) week, you're a loser. You're a loser. (laughs) Jed Apatel
1: just like retweeted it last week for no reason. Like it's it's out there. So yeah, put it put it up. I'm very proud of it. My mom's proud of it. We're all. We have um, to go. It's fun. Um,
0: Thanks to Callaway for sponsoring today's podcast. And for the clubs he's sending my son, And for Lukey's new clubs. If you're not playing an iron with Callaway's industry-leading 360 face cup technology, then you're playing with inferior technology. Visit CallawayGolf.com for more information on their irons and new XR driver. And subscribe to Shack House on iTunes or SoundCloud. That's the number one podcast on iTunes, at least for today, Shack House, presented by Callaway. You might have to listen to that one. I will. Uh, Thanks to Stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your computer. Whenever you need it, sign up for Stamps.com. Use my promo code BS for a four-week trial plus $110 bonus offer. Includes postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in BS. Thanks to HBO Now. Sweet. You don't need cable or satellite to watch HBO. Download the HBO Now app and start a free one-month trial. You can watch Mike Tolan's Kareem documentary that we've argued about for five, six hours. Mm-hmm. I'm back in. I've watched it three times. Oh, great! Uh, thank you. It's thanks fun. to SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor of the BS Podcast and Channel 33. Most important, thanks to the Ringer. Go to theRinger.com to sign up for our new newsletter. Sorry. Mike Toland, thank you. It's fun. This was fun. I'll see you at a clip game. Can't wait. <laughs> we about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes and me rolling.